When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Think to yourself, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis is off today, joining me every single weekday of her life. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn McClain. Oh, good morning, Jason. Good morning, sweetie. And good morning to all of you on this Monday, May 23rd, 2022. There's only a few of these today. Welcome to Lucky Penny Day. Welcome to National Taffy Day. Welcome to World Crohn's uh, Day, welcome to World Turtle Day, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? Dawn, as we kick off a new week and get ready to cheers the beginning of a new week, yes. how the hell's your coffee? Well, How I, is it? Uh, that was a tea. short list, so I, mm-hmm. I usually start listing like halfway through, so yeah. all I heard is like World Crohn's Disease Day, so yeah. anybody suffering with that out there, um, please, we know, we care about you, and yep. we see you. Mine is as good as uh, it always is. <laughs> it's the classic beverage. I was going to switch, but I didn't to the new oat milk thing. You're dragging your feet. I'm dragging my feet, but (laughs) but, uh, I got the oldie, but the goodie, and it's absolutely delicious, which over the weekend, we went to to the Starbucks by the cabin, and Colin Colin had, had tried the new shaken espresso oat milk brown sugar thing. And at at Disney, but they were out of oat milk, so we had it with almond milk. Oh, so he had not we he had not really tried it in its original form. So, so this weekend we got I I got one yesterday. I said, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the new one. It's like order that one. He goes, can I just have a drink of it? And I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, I want to see if I I like it with the oat milk. So he takes a big drink. <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh. That's that's Odie. That's that's <laughs> yeah. the oat milk is Odie. Yeah. And I and I started laughing and I'm right. like I'm like, what do you mean? He was it just has oat milk has a Odie has taste. A, an Odie taste do you do you agree? I Are do you- agree. That's why I don't really prefer it. I you know the cashew milk is is the best because it doesn't really taste like anything. Anything? I mean it does taste a little bit like cashews, but almond milk I can taste the almond, coconut milk for sure. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Oat milk is the strongest of the 
fake of being milks. not of the of the fake <laughs> teats. Yes, <laughs> the non-cow oh, teats. Yeah. I, so he did he not like it after he? Had I think it he liked that? it. He tried right. another sip later, but I enjoyed it. I actually I enjoy it more the way. It's intended to be. I enjoy okay. the oat milk and the brown sugar, and right. yeah, I enjoyed all of that. Okay. I, I, it is. It is going to be my kind of second go-to. He did try the chocolate one, the chocolate cold foam cold brew, and oh. did not. He was not a fan um, for the reason I thought he would not be, and that's because it's too sweet. Now, was, okay, so there are two versions. There's like the brown sugar version and then a chocolate version? Uh, no, so the brown sugar is a different uh, category of their drinks. It's the shaken espressos, which I guess are real popular. The chocolate thing I'm referring to is a derivative. It's a, it's a brother of my classic, the salted cold foam cold brew. I see. It's a, they now have a chocolate cold foam cold brew. But gotcha. and the cold foam, the cold foam is. Uh, remember, I mentioned it tastes like malt, um, uh, like a chocolate malt. And I'm not a malt kind of girl. Colin is, yes, so I he thought. This now. Yeah, Colin thought he might enjoy it. Uh, and I warned him. I didn't think he would because, like me, he doesn't like enjoy. He doesn't enjoy things that are real overly sweet. Sure. As, as far as especially a coffee beverage. But. Yeah. I, d- I have two. Um, I ran out of my monk fruit, fruit sweetener. Uh-huh. And so I have two Splendas in here and it's mm. just kind of too sweet. But a little too sweet. It's fine. We were, uh, as we were enjoying that beverage, uh, Colin was looking at social media and he and <laughs> said, Dawn, Dawn is at the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. <laughs> yeah. And I start laughing. We both start laughing. I go, of course she is. Where, where, where? else, where else would Don McLean be on a weekend? Oh, other yeah. than the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. I yes, Minneapolis Convention Center. Um, you know that place is huge. So there's like dance kids in there, and you're like, where do we go? Uh, but we found the long line to get in. So many people were there. It was really? only yes, it was only there on Saturday from ten to six. Uh, so we went. Sort of early. We got there at 1030 and it was pretty packed. Uh, It's overwhelming. There's so much to see. So many vendors. This is a traveling. This is a tour that goes around the United States all year. They haven't been able to do it because of the pandemic. uh, But this is, you know, their first year or maybe it was last year they started up. Anyway, this is the place that my daughter got the human skull. The human skull. That's what I told Colin. I said, this is the 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 uh, the vessel for the human head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So apparently her human skull, she told, was um, someone who died in London in, it's a very old skull from like, yeah. you know, 1650 or something, which I'm like, how do you not know it's somebody from the 80s? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it looks, they, they can tell by whatever they do, carbon dating, or I don't know how they judge the age of a skull but um uh i wanted to double check on that so i looked around for a place where we could send her skull just to make sure and you just can't find a place that'll you know you can't send human remains somewhere to get them tested yeah you can't send it to the no you you can't go to the ups store yeah, yeah. It's you have to have like your own lab, and you have to be a doctor. So we're like, oh well. So I, I was looking for one, not for me to buy. I just wanted to see if somebody had one, and sure enough, we did find one. Um, and the price on it was, and I hope my daughter didn't pay 
$1,280 oh. for her skull. But she probably did. Let me just be honest with yeah. you. It's, it's in her tattoo studio. Watching over her, it's supposed to be a woman who died of, like, a plague. You know, yeah. but uh, at as the, one did in that era, yes, oh, all the time. I yeah. mean, gosh, the uh, thirty-five was the top age that you could live back then. <laughs> uh, but no, I saw all kinds of. It gets overwhelming because a lot of the booths are repetitive. Uh, but I did get um, somebody had. I have it on right now. I got a little Laura Palmer necklace. Oh, it's, it's like you know, it's like a little charm. It's like her picture around my neck. And I love it. Oh, that's cool. I had a bunch of choices. One said, welcome to Twin Peaks, and it was pretty big. And then it was uh, Dale Cooper was the other one. And then they had a log lady. But this one I like the best just because it just is strange. It just looks like, a you know, her prom picture. And mm-hmm. People might not want to ask me who it is. You know what I that, mean? That's but the- if they know, they'll know. That's the publicity photo, right, Don? Yeah, That's the, the one that was on the yes. cover. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, the one that, you know, was on all of the covers. You know, and, you know what I'm talking about. Yep, her yep, looking yep. her best and her most prim and proper. Yeah. So, um, not her wrapped in plastic. Right, exactly. That would be a little different. <laughs> a little uh, and then I also got, oh, we went to some flea market too. So, um, or I'm what? sorry, it's a swap meet, it's outside. What what's what was the no pun intended? What was the oddest thing oh, that you okay. saw at the mm. oddities convention? Okay, sure. Um, so that's easy. Uh, oh, there God. were a lot of big taxidermied things, like taxidermy, <laughs> like a little um, muskrat with a hat on, top hat on, you know, or or a raccoon in a canoe, like rowing yeah. and things like that. Someone <laughs> has, and I can't believe how the price, like. Of course, I don't know who would ever buy this, but it was only $3,800. Okay. And it was a giraffe, neck and head, enormous, starting from the base of where the shoulders are. Yeah. The whole neck and head of a real giraffe. How was that legal? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess they have to say where they got it. And, you know, obviously these people didn't do it themselves. They look like just some people from Tulsa. But they have a lot of stuff to carry around. I'm like, man, how is it to travel around the country, break that whole, because they have so much. Yeah. And just I'm just looking at it going, this is so wrong. But, wow, that is beautiful. (laughs) And how how does one travel? They must be by bus uh, or by, yeah, they, they must, can't be taken on plane. Well, I'm, it's a tra- I'm pretty sure that they just drive everywhere yeah. because all of their locations are like, you'll see St. Louis, Kansas city close, oh, you know, got it, so got they it. just made it up here, but just to disassemble and take care of that yes. and not have it break. I mean, some of the little creatures had like broken fingers and stuff. And I'm like, that muskrat has a broken finger. <laughs> Which is the best Not that sentence. I would ever be into, but it's just, it's fun, people. Oh, there was a whole a class that this woman was teaching on how to make, because people will make um, taxidermy items, like they'll take two little ducklings that have passed away, yeah, and they will forge, they were, will taxidermy them together, together to look like a two-headed duckling. You mentioned this on Friday. Yes. So yes. This woman, we heard her doing the class behind because it costs like almost $300 to attend. It's people who taxidermy anyway. Yeah. I hope. 
Um, yeah. But we heard her talking back there, and she's like, and then you fillet the skin. And we're oh, like, my oh, goodness. my God, we just got here. Let us Too get a early. cup of coffee. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear <laughs> but, you know, fillet the skin you start walking around. 6 a.m., yeah. I mean, there's like cat heads and jars and just all kinds of stuff. Oh, like my. Like fetuses of pigs and in jars, you know? Oh I mean, my. you wouldn't believe it. It's It's great. I mean, if you're into looking at weird things. I mean... You, it's not buyer beware. It is called the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going to be surprised if you're buying a ticket. Just right. FYI. Yeah, giraffe had thirty eight hundred dollars. Wow. Well, I hope this sandwich you're going to talk about isn't thirty eight hundred dollars. Oh, no, Dawn, that's so good. <laughs> Don McLean has an AbFab, the best chicken sandwich ever. Where is it? What is it? You'll find out when we come back. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews for my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website site hughes-dental.com while you're on her website check out the free video consult be sure to let them know that jason told you that hughes dental is the only choice for your smile makeover jason and alexis on this monday may 23rd 2022 hour one ew david i'm jace lex is off dawn's here kenny's coming up with your first look at monday traffic in just a little bit but uh first Dawn has written on our show sheet that she may have consumed yeah. the best chicken sandwich ever. I did. And she's, and she's naming it AbFab. Absolutely fabulous. Okay, so... Um- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I was told by a friend that the best chicken sandwich that you can get, that you'll okay. ever have, is at the American Legion Post 98 in St. Paul Park, which okay. I didn't even know existed. You threw me for a loop. I had <laughs> oh, no I idea. Know. This is I, this out of all is, the places for you to say. I know. So St. Paul Park, little tiny town, sort of uh, south of Newport, uh, just, you know, the other side of the river over here. Uh-huh. And um, it's the American Legion, the Richard Dingle American Legion. Okay. And it's called the 328 Club inside. It's a little, you know, American Legion. The chicken sandwich is unbelievable. It is so good. I don't even know what the he's he or she, I believe it's a man that's a cook back there, is doing to this chicken sandwich. Putting crack cocaine in it? I don't know. But um, I've never really had a chicken sandwich like this before. The breading is so light. It looks like it's going to be something very heavy. Like when you see how much it looks like it's very heavy like if you were to just you know like food truck stuff that's got a very thick breading and it just looks like ooh, that's gonna be this big of a layer like a half an inch of bread yeah no 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 it's it's so light but so good like it doesn't look like it's gonna be light and then the perfect amount of mayo and pickle is it is it the um the lightness of, you know, KFC original recipe is pretty thin. You know what I mean? Like, there's not yeah. a lot of breading to the original recipe. Is it similar to that? It is a little bit thicker than that. But still, I mean, oh, it's, I hate using these words, but it's the J word. Juicy? Juicy. Yes. Uh, and, man, I, I don't even know what. The, the bun, this brioche bun is beautiful. They use all of these locally sourced you know, companies to, you know, they get their bison from this guy and they get, you know, it's just very farm to table, um, local businesses that, that give them their bread. And it's just like, I was thinking at first, I'm like, okay, well, whatever, we'll go try it. But then we both looked at each other and we were like, what? I mean, the look on MC's face, the minute he, he has chicken every day, twice. So for him to just, his eyes to bug out and him just to go, oh, I mean, it is really, really good, guys. Okay, where? Okay, where is this again? St. Paul this Park. St. Paul Park, and um, it is the American Legion Post ninety eight, and it's called three twenty eight Club inside. And there, there's not a lot on this street. This is a cute, tiny little town that's been there forever. I love a good Legion. I, I will love put a good it VFW. on our show links because they have a website. Yeah. Yeah, there's the same. The uh, I've talked about it over the years and doesn't need any more publicity because it's so busy on Wednesdays with their bingo. But the uh, the Chester Bird, the Chester Bird Legion in St. Louis Park uh, is so cool. And oh. so their bingo on Wednesdays is, is so popular. And th- I don't know if they do a full menu still. They used to. I don't think they do. I think with COVID, they, they got rid of that. They were just doing pizzas. But there is something real magical about a, a good Legion or a good VFW. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm actually going to put this link and you'll see that chicken sandwich right here, Jason, in okay, our, do, in uh, our um, 
right underneath it. I'm going to just cut and paste right there. There you go. Three, two, you can find it 328grill.com. And the first oh. thing you'll see is this chicken sandwich. There, okay, I'm... I'm I'm, They're famous for it. Oh, my goodness. Now, doesn't that look kind of heavy? Like, maybe not something you'd want to take on? <laughs> it does. The, the breading does look thicker. But, my Trust goodness, me, does it look good. It is okay. fantastic. And then I'm, they have a bunch of other menu items that were like, well, we got to come back and try that. Okay. And then you picture it with tots, and there we go. I'm down. <laughs> I know. I'm down. Oh, I'm, down. I'm done and down. They, they have, have pull a, tabs? They have a big pull tab counter. That t- It's not a big place, but the pull tab counter is like half of one of the rooms. Yes. <laughs> and then they have a machine, and there was this guy who by the t- we got there and sat down, and he was at the bar at first, and he had his basket, and he was just ripping through them, ripping through them. And then he went to sit over by the machine. He's not even drinking or eating or anything at this point. He's just going. I'm like, how much? Like the whole time we were there, he's just rip, 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 rip. I rip. think he emptied the whole machine. Are you sure it wasn't my mother-in-law? <laughs> Are you sure? Did you get a good look? Are you sure yeah. it wasn't Mama Haas? No, it wasn't her. <laughs> Are you but sure it wasn't me? I was a little concerned. I thought he might need an intervention from pull tabs. But you know how it goes. You kind of just go, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, maybe he won a grand on one of his first rounds and just wanted to put it right back in the machine. Who knows? I, I always I love watching rookies uh, that have never gone out with us. I love yeah. to watch them watch my mother-in-law because... Well, I didn't even I, know what pull tabs were. Until you when, hung, yeah. When I went out with you to... Um, Pinebrook. Was it Pinebrook? Uh, no, no, no. It's over oh, by your Oh, house. 1029. 1029. 1029. 1029. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, no, what is a pull tab? Because we don't have those in Missouri. That's considered gambling. We can't. Yeah. We can only do that on the river. <laughs> oh, like Missouri. I know. Really... Well, and again, it's the same with Indiana. They yeah. make the... Uh, or a reservation. They make, yeah, they make uh, the boats be in the water or the gambling in the water, which is so ridiculous to me. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, when we come back, I have a little cabin story, uh, plus a lot of entertainment news, a lot of TV we watched basically mm-hmm. all day yesterday. That and more when we come back. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N dot E-D-U or use my talk keyword, St. Mary's. And now, a moment with Will and Grace and Karen. Your friend publicly insinuated that I was a homosexual. Oh, Beverly, no! You must have misunderstood. Attention, Republicans! Beverly Leslie is a homosexual. I repeat, Beverly Leslie is a homosexual. This has been a moment with Will and Grace and Karen. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. 
Leslie Jordan will uh, prominently play a role in our TV talk coming up in the next hour. Oh my God. I, just, I want to watch it again. Oh, I, I, we did watch it again. We rewatched it again. Unbelievable. And, it was the talk of the newsroom this morning, Don, with executive producer Jeff oh. and uh, producer BB, Baby Bjorn. What we are talking about, my talkers, is an unbelievable episode. Now, don't turn the channel. Even if you don't watch, you'll understand and you'll get this. Probably one of the funniest episodes ever of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And we'll tell you why specifically. And I, I have a clip, too. Oh. Um I just, again, Colin laughs 42, 46 times a year, and he used all of them. He was a cat that used all of his nine lives yesterday. He he was wiping the tears away, and I love to see that. I love oh. when Kyle laughs so hard, and we were. We just were <laughs> howling on oh, the couch. Oh, my gosh. I was laughing. You know, I had my headphones on with my laptop, and uh, MC was playing a game, and he kept looking over at me like, what? Oh, but he's, he's not that? into drag race, really. It's, yeah. too, it's too much for him. The da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know. Yes. It has nothing to do with the homosexual. Oh, the no. Homosexuals. He's fine. It's the, um, he doesn't really like Moulin Rouge, the over-the-topness of it. But I just, I was wiping tears. And I kept, I was doing research on some of the characters ahead of time. I mean. (laughs) I, we, we, my talkers, I, Colin goes, pick up the phone and call Dawn right now. He goes, are you, he goes, is it just you two tomorrow? And I go, I think it is. He goes, call her now. Yeah. He goes, well, and and he was smart, Dawn. He goes, because you know how Dawn is. She is scheduling her TV watching. That's true. And he goes, she may bump this. If she doesn't think you two are going to talk about this tomorrow right. or if you're going to save it until Lex comes That's back. That's right. So I bumped. I'm behind on um, Beverly on Hills. Beverly, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But <laughs> you're like, get to the second episode. Because I hadn't even started watching All Stars. There's only been two. There's only been two. Yeah. It's on, and, uh, it's on Paramount Plus, which I have. Yeah. So. Which yeah, it, it was just so, so damn good. So you'll find out why coming up in the seven. But. Okay, speaking of Colin, we were driving. We had a nice, it was our first um, fullish weekend um, at the cabin. I came back on Saturday morning to work brunch a little bit, and then I drove back. Um, needed a fragrant moment, as Mariah's, mm-hmm. as Mar- Mariah would say. I need a moment. <laughs> I need a fragrant moment. I need a little bit of balance, Daddy. Daddy <laughs> hasn't been in the best mood lately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I... Uh, we came back and Colin goes, I can't believe. Be- oh, because we were talking about him laughing. And I was trying to recount something. I made him laugh really hard. And I go, God, what was it that I, I said that? And he goes, oh, da 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 And he goes, and I can't believe you haven't told Dawn. I haven't. I can't believe you haven't told on the radio the boathouse story from florida and i went oh my goodness you're right he goes because this is i guess for colin his new favorite jasonism um and i go god i didn't know that i made you i didn't know that you loved it that much i didn't know that he goes jace he goes we've been together now 10 years he goes this is probably one of my favorite moments with you and i've been to the boathouse a couple times with you guys yes you have so the boathouse my talkers is uh it's the restaurant that i always refer to it's uh it's at Disney Springs. 
it is it was actually created. There's such an interesting story that maybe I'll sure. tell if Don and I get bored today. <laughs> um, there's a great behind the scenes story about how it came to be at Disney. And it's there's a Minnesota connection. Yes. You know we love a Minnesota connection. Uh, Steve Schlissler, Schischler, who I never pronounce his name right, he was um, he's ba- his factory, his Wonderland is in St. Louis Park. Um, Steve's a good guy. He created Rainforest Cafe. You know that little juggernaut. Oh yeah, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. He created that little nugget. And he is open. He has a great relationship with Disney. And so he created this restaurant called The Boathouse, which is the feel of it is based on Lake Minnetonka. And if you go there, you very much get the sense of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, anyway, really cool. Has great fresh seafood. It's where we go the first night. Every time we go to, we're a creature of habit. Don knows this. We always go to The Boathouse on our first night, no matter how short the trip is. Anyway, they have a giant bar in the middle of the facility and it, it's a it's like a surfboard it's just a giant wrap wraparound bar right in the middle and then above like a lot of bars are, there are some flat screens but this is not let me just say this this is not a sports bar by any stretch no, of the imagination it's very fun nautical themed yeah it's a nautical theme it's it's for fam you know it's for everybody but this is it's not so a sports big. bar it's huge it's one of the biggest restaurants in Walt Disney World, and as you've heard me say, it's one of the, and this is just fact, this isn't hyperbole, it's one of the busiest restaurants in the world. I'm talking the whole globe. Right. <laughs> the, the whole globe. Um, and so there are other sports bars at Disney Springs. This is not a sports bar. So this is the first night Colin and I arrived, so it's uh, Friday night. This is just the last time you went. It's the last time yeah, we were there, yeah. Within a month. About, yeah, last yeah. week. So we get there, and I uh, I look forward to this. Even on the plane ride, all I'm thinking about is getting to the park quickly, seeing my bartender friend, Julie, yeah, and then the, then the follow-up dinner at the boathouse. Some shrimp cocktail, some oysters, a little cocktail, seeing our friend Jamie. Yeah. Bartender Jamie. So we're sitting, so I'm sitting in the bar and I'm just loving life, Dawn. I'm just, I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm totally chill. I'm not working. I'm just sitting <laughs> yes. there. Just key enjoy, word there. Key. Not I'm working not, any I'm of the jobs. Any well, of the you job. kind of are. <laughs> yeah, kind of. For yeah. the podcast. For the podcast. But I'm just sitting there and Colin goes, You just look so relaxed. I go, I am. And I almost started crying because I'm just like, I just, this is such my happy place. <laughs> so. This giant, and it's really busy. Let me just, it is, it is busier than normal. I mean, it's just, for whatever reason, it's really packed. So this giant bridal party comes in. Mm. And now we're sitting, now keep in mind, we're sitting, we're sitting at the bar. Giant bridal party. But it's all of these women, some, you know, the brides in a sash and a a little veil and whatever. (laughs) And she's holding one of those giant, like, Las Vegas drinks. So is it a bachelorette party? I think so. Okay. It's some sort so of... So not bri- like, it's- hey, we just got married and we're going to no. be decent. This no. is like this is some straws. So- yes. This okay. is some sort of, let's just call it, Dawn, a bridal situation. I don't know <laughs> if it's pre-wet. It's just there's a bride and she's celebrating something. Great. And there is one dude... I don't know if he's like the gay best friend. I don't know. But there's one kind of bride wrangler, uh, one male 
of this whole pack of women. Okay. And they're traveling in a pack. Yeah. They're pack animals. And we're sitting there, and the guy is has parked himself right behind me. Okay. And, oh, I, and when I'm standing. Eh. And when I say Back right up. behind me, I'm I'm almost feeling his breath. Oh. On the back of my neck when he talks to the pack of bridal people. Oh, I hate it so much. So there's two funny things. So the bride, who's like this, I'm like, hi, Valerie. (laughs) She leans over to the bartender. Now, again, I've told you how busy this place is for a reason. The people that work there are professionals. They have to be. This is not a bar for the weak. You cannot work there if you do not know what you're doing because of the pace and the, the turnover. Dawn, the bride leans over. She goes, hi. And she sticks herself in between two people sitting at the bar. And she kind of nudges her way. And she says, hi, can I get a drink? And the bartender goes, you know, he stops because they're moving. Dawn knows this. These bartenders are moving 100 miles an hour. I can't believe everything they do. It's like the fastest bartenders. They have to keep up that pace. So the one goes, stops, and she's like, and he's very nice, and he goes, yeah, what can I get for you? You know, and it's like, come on, come on. And she goes, "Ah, do you know how to make this drink called Sex on the Beach? (laughs) (laughs) Colin looks at me, and he goes, is she acting like she is the first person to ever order Sex on the Beach? It's not like she's ordering some, you know, unique and mystical beverage. Right. We could survey kids listening to this show right now, and 40% of them would know how to make a Sex on the Beach, you know? Do you know how to make this drink called, and that's what she said, called Sex on the Beach? And he pauses and he goes, I sure do, ma'am. I sure do. So then the friend, now the man is behind me. The man is behind me, and there's some sort of hockey thing on the television. I think it's Stanley Cup or something. And it's going on, and I am in the middle of a bite, and I'm getting ready to bite. Uh, I put the food in my mouth, and right, he is to my left. Okay. And one of the teams score, and he goes in my ear, Whoa! <laughs> The loudest scream, and I'm not kidding. And I jump, and Dawn, I like instinct. I turn around and I look at him, and I point in his face, and I put my napkin down. I go, "Here's what we're not going to do tonight. We are not going to hover above a stranger's ear and scream in it while that stranger is eating." Okay. Ah! And I turn back around, and Colin's like, "Oh my god!" Yes. And he took the whole pack. It's like I me scared, at a movie theater. Yes, I scared the crap. I scared me. He took that whole pack. They moved like like uh, like a like a you know when Canadian geese the the babies uh, the, the whole goslings. the gosling they all moved to the other side of the bar away from the crazy gay. Oh my because, god! How oh. oh ridiculous! Yes, so, I'm so glad you did that. So Colin's new Jasonism is here's what we're not going to do tonight. <laughs> so he keeps you keep. So here's all weekend long. Here's what we're not going to do today. <gasps> Like, thank you, Carl. Yeah. Fantastic. But, oh. That oh, is people. great. Because you only Don't, put up with so much for so you can't, long. Uh, 
And I, because I was feeling his breath for a while. No. So that was irritating me, but I let it go. Cause I'm like, okay, he's just going to order his, his friend's going to order the mystical sex on the beach and they're just going to move <laughs> around. But no, they, they kept standing there and he would, his voice got progressively louder. Oh, but anyway, God. we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, a little, uh, not a little, a big shakeup on SNL next. A lot of TV news dropped on Friday after we got off the air. It's like, oh, wait, Don and Jason are done. Let's just drop some news. Right, let's do all the things. <laughs> let's just do. <laughs> so it looks like they don't know what they're talking yeah, about. No, it just... dropped after. <laughs> they don't need anything to talk about on a Friday. We'll just give it no, all to Colleen fine. and Bradley. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, the first thing that happened was uh, the announcement of a huge cast shakeup on SNL. Mm. This happens generationally, um, uh, and it's happening now. So Kate McKinnon, Edie Bryant, uh, Pete Davidson, and, and uh, Mooney. They're uh, Kyle Mooney. Kyle They're Mooney. gone. Yeah. Gosh, all at one time, too. That's what's hard. That's when it, when it, and it usually does happen like this, but that's mm. that's when it's difficult. And this is what kind of drove me a little crazy. And I know it's not a competition, but a lot of the initial headlines was just all about Pete Davidson. Yeah. Did you notice that, Don? I did. And I thought, well, I mean, (laughs) if we're going to talk about anybody leaving, it's Kate McKinnon. Yes. Kate McKinnon is one of the best SNL cast members of all time. Yes. Preach. Honestly. I mean, really, really. Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon. In the last 10 years for me have been legendary. Well, now the headlines did switch once the finale aired on Saturday. Then it did go to McKinnon because her goodbye sketch or the one that was meant to be kind of a farewell was the cold open featuring to me her my favorite character of Kate's other than um, the other than the cat lady Mm. um, is Rafferty. Mrs. Um, Rafferty. Mrs. Yeah. Rafferty, who keeps getting ad- abducted uh, yeah. by aliens. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so here's a little bit. Here's a little bit of the cold open. Dawn, did you see it? Did you see this cold I di- open? I watched it. Yeah, I didn't watch okay. the whole thing at the time, but I did go back and watch the clips. So Cecily Strong is back, of course, as one of the friends. And then Natasha Leone is the other one. They've already been questioned by the government, by the Pentagon. And now here's Miss Rafferty describing her encounter once again with the aliens. And you, Miss Rafferty? Yeah, a little different down in third class. Uh, I get on board and the gray aliens, God bless them, uh, they're already standing in a line waiting to bat my knockers around. So I think, what the hell, play the hits, right? I start unbuttoning my blouse, but I'm still in my skivvies, which are real loose. So my yeastie and my beastie are in full view. And, uh, listen, not to get too graphic, but pubically speaking, it's a jungle down there. I got more hair poking out the sides than a hipster's beard stuffed into an N95. But hey, why clean the house if nobody's coming over, right? <laughs> I mean, that is 
Oh, God. So then I'll fast forward to the end. So at the very end, the government agents tell uh, tell the gang that the aliens are willing to give the government some technology in exchange for one of them going to live with them permanently. So Rafferty volunteers to go in the spaceship. So now she's climbing aboard the ramp like (laughs) E.T. And then here's her final moment. tell she's getting a little choked up so i'm i am already looking forward to her coming back in a few years to host yeah and then rafferty returning (laughs) yes returning from her trip uh, from outer space that's what will happen and i was talking to colin what do you think is going to be her kate mckinnon specifically (sighs) what do you think is going to be her first Post NSL uh, SNL project. Do you think she's going to do like a, a hit, like a cool TV? Well, everyone's doing cool TV now. Do you think it's going to be a series, Don, or just features? I prediction. I think that um, she might do some type of a, a special, like a stand up special. Because oh, I've actually never wow. seen her do stand up, and I'm sure that's where she came from because most of them all come from doing stand up. So maybe she'll do like a HBO huh. special or. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. I I said some sort of HBO Max esque show. Oh sure. I, I think some sort of comedy. Comedy. I some sort of streaming series. Mm-hmm. Nothing on network. I th- and maybe maybe that's why some of them. I'm sure they already have projects lined up. Maybe she already has a project lined up, which made the decision. Pretty yeah. easy. Or just straight into movies. Or straight, yeah. I mean, you know, not that she hasn't done them before, before. but, you know, just focus on that. I just, I love her. It's going to be a big, that's a big hit for it's, SNL. It's kind of, um, you know, who knows behind the scenes why they chose to do all of them, have them all leave at once. But I feel a little bit sad for, like, A.D. Bryant, who is just spectacular you know and and to be overshadowed maybe a little bit her by, kate. by kate or pete davidson and who else somebody else left kyle, oh, mooney. kyle mooney poor yeah, as no well, one's talking you know about, yeah. which it's like was that like all right we're just gonna you're leaving then like, like were they told okay your contract is over it must be something like that because i don't think that they would they would want their own moment don't yeah. you think it's like uh, yeah <laughs> And I'm kind of surprised. You know who I am surprised isn't leaving is Cecily Strong. I know because there were rumors that she was going to leave as well. Leave and last I'm like, year. Who's, who's left? Bowen Yang. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that she would leave because she's legit friends with Kate mm-hmm. and Aidy Bryant. I thought they would leave as a combo. You right, know what I mean? Right, they would right. all kind of move <laughs> move like that. Maybe they begged her to stay. Yeah, maybe she's said, very Cecily Strong is very strong. Maybe maybe Lauren was like, "Give me here. I'll give help you a lot me of through money. this transitional year. Yeah, yeah. help me because th- next year is going to be one of those." And Don and I are old enough. We've been through many of these SNL transitional seasons, plural, where yeah. you go from one great cast 
and then you transition to another era, like the Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, David Spade. You transition to the Will Ferrell, it's like, Sherry yeah, O'Terry era. It's like an yeah. entire era leaves, yep. and then you get a new crop in. And then every every era, everyone goes, oh, this cast isn't as good as the last <laughs> Just one. wait. Let them do what they can do. Yep. Because who knows? There could be another Tina Fey in there, uh-huh. another Bill Murray. I mean, it's, yeah. We're going to take a break. A lot of TV talk. A lot. But... We're going to start with a weird commercial when we return.